going on everybody we're back we're doing the binge boys that's what's up what's going on everybody welcome back to episode 292 of the binge boys podcast i'm your host logan and it is good to be back with y'all couple things to get to before we really get going do me a favor and follow me on social media at binge boys pod the second thing is if you like what you hear Send the show to one friend or family member you go to the movies with. Someone you already really enjoy talking about the fun and crazy entertainment world with. I want to build a community of film lovers, and the best way to do so is to spread the word organically. If you're interested in short-form video content, keep an eye on my Instagram reels at LoganLewis96, that's my personal account, and my TikTok account, which is at Logan's Lowdown. More on that later. If you're new here to the Binge Boys podcast, let me tell you how the show works. Each show follows this format. We're doing this very intro, and then we do a couple subtopics of news or conversation, and then we follow it with a main topic or two, usually either a review or a trailer breakdown or a ranked list of some kind. So without further ado, let's get rocking. And on another note, I have received a ton of feedback since last week's episode, a lot of good comments and very positive feedback about coming back. Uh, I did receive from several people some feedback um, about what we're going to do going forward here. We're going to match the branding that exists across the other platforms I'm on. We're going to match my very TikTok account, which is titled Logan's Lowdown. And if you didn't know so already, my bi-weekly newsletter that drops every other Wednesday uh, is also called Logan's Lowdown. And so we're going to keep it consistent and we're going to name this channel Logan's Lowdown. So uh, that way the branding across all the platforms is the same. And it's less confusion for you, more clean for me, so everybody wins. So don't be alarmed if you do see logos or names changing in the next couple weeks or months. That's the way it should be. You're not being hacked. You didn't subscribe to something you didn't realize. Logan's Lowdown is going to be uh, the future, and uh, that's just what it's going to be. Thank you for everybody who gave me that positive uh, feedback there. So... Let's get into our topics today. Topic number one is Netflix potentially changing it up. And this article I'm going to be reading an excerpt here from is from Screen Rant. Due to the influx of content that is immediately within reach from streaming services, there have been a lot of conversations about how Netflix can change and adapt to stay ahead of the game. 2022 has been quite informative in that regard. Netflix previously confirmed plans for a lower-priced plan supported by ads that will come in 2023. The service has also become a lot harsher with its cancellations, especially for negatively reviewed originals like Cowboy Bebop and Resident Evil. The latter and the growing importance Netflix places on viewership is the first week and a month of a show's release and have reignited conversations about it if the binge release model is still the best. That being the... uh, watch every episode as fast as you can, and then move on, rather than the model that Disney+, Plus, HBO Max, Hulu follow, where they release it weekly. So, speaking of that, it now appears that Netflix could be on the verge of making a big change. In the new edition of the Puck Newsletter, uh, or, I'm sorry, the Puck News Newsletter, it is suggested that Netflix wants to move away from the binge model releases in some way or form. Netflix currently uses weekly episode drops for some reality competition shows, but there might soon be a time 
when it becomes used for Netflix's biggest originals as a means as a means of keeping viewers engaged over a longer period of time. Matthew Baloney, <laughs> that's his name, uh, noted in the newsletter that Netflix CEO Reed Hastings, quote, has seemed unwilling to pivot off the binge model because he hasn't needed or wanted to. Now it appears he does, end quote. Netflix has already begun experimenting with other release models besides binge model that have worked so far for them. Recently, subscribers have seen that Ozark Season 4 and Stranger Things Season 4 split into two parts separated by a couple months each. There have been a long calls for Netflix to begin releasing episodes weekly. It gives audiences an easier way to experience the show without worrying about seeing spoilers for how Cobra Kai Season 5 ends on the day all 10 episodes are released. It, more on that later. It also aids word of mouth on great shows to allow the viewership to grow as the season progresses. Meanwhile, Netflix would benefit from having audiences return to the service weekly for new episodes and seeing their shows start brand new conversations in theorizing that the binge model does not allow for. However, since Netflix already confirmed that Stranger Things Season 5 will keep its binge release model, it will be fascinating to see what major show could potentially get the weekly release treatment. Yeah, guys, I, I, I really, truly don't hate this. I really actually enjoy the fact that uh, Disney Plus, Hulu, and HBO Max all follow this weekly release. I know it seems like cable, but it is a way to keep the conversation going. It's a way to keep us engaged, and it's a way to for Netflix on the business standpoint to keep subscribers. So that's really cool. Uh, I'm here for it personally. I know a lot of people will disagree. That's what makes Netflix Netflix. The fact that you can just binge, 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 binge. I get it. I understand the, uh, I understand the controversy behind it, but personally it won't affect me. And honestly, it makes it easier for us as fans and viewers to watch television in a broad, I mean, I'm watching like six shows right now, but they're all weekly releases. So it's, less overwhelming than it would be if, uh, you know, if, if, you know, Cobra Kai drops on a Friday and then my friend has it finished by Sunday and I haven't even started. I, I want to be able to talk to him about it and catch up. So, uh, it, I think it's a, I think it's a smart business move on Netflix's part. What do you guys think? Comment on the Instagram post of the week. Let me know what you think. And, uh, yeah, let's, let's keep it rocking. Topic number two, The Strangers is being remade into a trilogy, and this comes to us from the folks over at Variety. The first part of The Strangers, a trilogy directed by Rennie Harlan and produced by Lionsgate, has started production in Slovakia. The trilogy is a remake of the 2008 film The Strangers, which was written and directed by Brian Bertino and starred Liv Tyler and Scott Speedman. Together with its 2018 sequel, The Strangers Pray at Night, it became a cult horror classic. And it, by the way, is one of my, if not one of my favorite scary movies ever. Uh, starring Madeline Petitch, Froy Gutierrez, and Gabrielle Basso, the film will follow Petesh's character as she drives cross-country with her longtime boyfriend, played by Gutierrez, to begin a new life in the Pacific Northwest. When their car breaks down in Venice, Oregon, they're forced to spend the night in a secluded property where they are terrorized from dusk till dawn by three masked strangers. Um, I personally don't see the need for this. I think I personally haven't seen the strangers pray at night. Um, I've, I've really want to. I'll probably end up watching it this October. 
for the first time, so I'm excited about that. However, uh, I really, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I like this idea because I love the Strangers one. I really, really, really like the Strangers one. And uh, you know what? Uh, I, I don't know if it needed a sequel. But again, I haven't seen it, so I can't tell you if it's trash or not. I think critically it got trash, but I think the fans really like it. I think my siblings saw it, and they both said that it was quite entertaining. So, uh, you know, it's it, it could be worse. Uh, I, I, I personally just... Uh, I think that I think that the movie trilogy doesn't need to exist, but if we're going to get some quality Strangers films, I don't need it to be sucky. I don't know what a trilogy is going to be about. I don't know why it's going to be a trilogy, period. Uh, I, I, I don't know. But, uh, you know, I'm open to seeing uh, where they take it. So uh, comment below. Let me know. What do you think about the Strangers being made into a trilogy? What do you think? Uh, let me know. Give me the lowdown. <laughs> Topic number three. We got Harley Quinn season three review. Now, spoilers ahead, I guess. Uh, I'm not going to go deep into spoilers, but I'm going to read a synopsis, and I don't think it contains spoilers, but in case you're super sensitive to spoilers, here's your forewarning. The mayhem and madness continue in season three of this biting and uproarious adult animated comedy series. Wrapping up their... Eat, Bang, Kill tour, Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy return to Gotham as the new power couple of DC villainy. Along with their ragtag crew, King Shark, Clayface, Frank the Plant, uh, Harley strives to become the best version of themselves while also working towards Ivy's long-desired plan of transforming Gotham into an Eden paradise. Harley Quinn is streamable on HBO Max Season 3 consists of 10 episodes, 25 minutes or so a piece, and I have ranked it a B83 out of 100. So, if y'all enjoyed the first couple seasons of Harley Quinn, uh, you're in for a treat because this is uh, very similar. Uh, it's, it's legit. It's, uh, it's, it's hilarious. It's the same adult comedy that you love from the first one. Uh, or the first couple seasons, rather. Um, the voice cast is all here. They're all they're all chilling. They're we got Kaylee Cuoco. She's the girl from uh, Big Bang Theory, and she kills it. You know the the rest of the cast. I, I don't think any of them are super duper well known uh, actors or actresses. But um, I'm gonna do a quick uh, I'm gonna do a quick uh, IMDb search. Uh, Lake Bell, you've probably seen her somewhere. Uh, she's in something. <laughs> uh, Alan Tudyk, I think that's how you pronounce his name. Oh, wow, I didn't realize the cast of this was so... They're recognizable, but at the same time, you don't know their name. But if you saw a picture of them like I am right now, I know all of them. Uh, J.B. Smoove is in here. He plays Frank the Plant. That's hilarious. I had no idea. Diedrich Bader plays Batman. Tony Hale, the dude from Arrested Development, he plays Dr. Psycho. So that's funny. Uh, Alan Tudyk, he's the guy from Dodgeball that dresses up like a pirate. So that's hilarious that you uh, that he's in here playing uh, Clayface. So anyway, 
Um, I enjoyed the season. I, I think there are some really good episodes at the beginning of the season, and I think there are some really good ones at the end of the season. Uh, but the filler, like three or four, is what kind of lost me. That's what kind of brought this series to get a 83 out of 100, as of uh, it, it could have probably earned. Uh, it, it probably could have gotten like an 87 if the if the like the middle of the season was a little stronger. I kind of find myself watching those middle episodes, kind of thinking of it as like a chore. But it's not a horrible thing. I mean, it's a funny ass show. Uh, you're definitely gonna laugh a lot. I know I do whenever I watch it. IMDb's average rating for this season is 8.5 out of 10. So I, uh, it seems that me and the fans are kind of in agreement there. So, um, you know, if you like adult comedies, this is raunchy, it's gruesome, it's bloody. It's like a, I'm actually only like six episodes in on the first season of Rick and Morty, but it's kind of Rick and Morty-esque. It's just madness. It's just craziness. Uh, but there is a consistent story that goes across all of the episodes. Uh, it's not like a, like a cartoon that the episodes don't connect. Like each episode connects to the next. So, um, so that's lit. At, at least it follows some kind of story. Um, but you know what? Uh, if, if you enjoy adult comedies, you're going to enjoy Harley Quinn. That's it. Plain and simple. So, uh, let's move on to the final topic of the episode here. And the final topic is the review of Netflix's Cobra Kai season, uh, season five. So storyline here, just in case you didn't know, uh, and this of course contains mild spoilers for the end of season four. So, uh, just be wary of that. Uh, following the shocking results of the all Valley tournament, season five finds Terry Silver expanding the Cobra Kai empire and trying to make his No Mercy style of karate the only game in town. With Kreese behind bars and Johnny Lawrence setting karate aside to focus on repairing the damages he's caused, Daniel LaRusso must call on an old friend for help. Cobra Kai is available to stream on Netflix. There are 10 episodes in this season, and they all range anywhere from the 30 minutes to 50 minute range. I think the first and last episode are like around an hour, and then everything in the middle is either 35 or 45 uh, minutes. I gave this season an A, 98 out of 100. It's one of my favorite uh, seasons of TV from the year. And to actually help me talk about Cobra Kai instead of doing what I did with Harley Quinn and just t telling you whether I liked it or not, I got I got a buddy here. Um, why don't you just introduce yourself? Uh, so my name is Logan. Also, no, uh, Jordan from Guys on Tap. We're here to rate probably the best show Netflix has dropped all year, arguably. Yeah, I, I think, yeah. I, I mean, I'd have to look at a list of shows they dropped for the year, but um, if, I mean, no matter what, this is going to be my most memorable and probably most favorite just because I've followed it since season one. I didn't realize, so have you always been a karate kid guy not even so much like karate kid i mean i've seen every karate kid even the the offset one with uh jackie chan and jaden smith and um so i've seen them all but it wasn't it wasn't like i didn't even watch it when it was on youtube actually what was their what was their little channel called red youtube red yeah red. i think so so they did i think the first season alone 
And then Netflix picked it up for seasons two through five, mm-hmm. and hopefully six. I mean, no official confirmation yet, but that's that's the the big goal. But it's uh, you know, every season I'm like, what could be next? And you know, they find out a way to to bring it back in, and I mean, they crush it. They really have. So job well done, Netflix. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think. When I first watched the first few seasons of this, I was like, this is fine TV. Like, it's cool. I liked it. But I was never a big Karate Kid guy. Like, it was back when I lived with Jordan and Turner. And Jordan is a huge, different Jordan, by the way, for the people listening. Uh, Jordan's a huge Karate Kid guy. And he said, uh, you got to watch this new show on Netflix, Cobra Kai. And I was like, I don't really have a care for the Karate Kids. I've never seen them, so I I really don't have any allegiance to the franchise or anything. I was like, do you have to see the Karate Kid to understand Cobra Kai? And he was like, well, no, but it would really help if you've seen at least the first one. In fact, all of the seasons since have encouraged me to go and want to watch the others just so I can see, like, Old John Kreese, oh. old Terry Silver. Yeah, so you didn't even know who some of these people were. No. Oh, I only know it from the flashbacks yeah. they show us. And I think they did a good job, if you hadn't seen it, of really figuring out why that character is so important. But if you had seen everything before, I think you would have liked it even better. I mean, 98, that's pretty good. So, um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. You probably would have been like, oh, you would have been more hyped going into it of, oh, this character's coming back. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But so, that's, and that's why the movie, I guess, I, I mean, yeah, the movies are important, especially for. You really find out this Mr. Miyagi guy who's always referenced in the show. Mm-hmm. Of You get a lot more of him because he's in every single movie. Yeah. I got this. So I watched the the, the first movie. I finally agreed. I was like, oh, he's like, you've never seen The Karate Kid? And I said, no. So we sat down and we watched uh the we watched the first Karate Kid movie. It's only like an hour and a half, so it was a really quick watch. We watched it with dinner, and then he was like, "Okay, so what'd you think?" And I I honestly thought that it was average. I mean, I don't think it's like standout. It's kind of like how I think about Cobra Kai is to Cobra Kai is to Karate Kid what Top Gun Maverick is to Top Gun. I think Top Gun Maverick far and away exceeds the rewatchability of Top Gun 1. I love Top Gun 2 yeah. far more than Top Gun and 1. And it's I, probably for both cases, you know, like Cobra Kai being a reboot, it's probably just because it was released more modern. Maybe. I, I think so. If Top Gun 1 came out today, I would probably think it's more you awesome. You probably would have thought it was incredible. Right. So, but on the flip side, I think Cobra Kai is far more entertaining than the first Karate Kid movie is. I think that's just part of today. Maybe it's recency bias too. Yeah, because I think when I, if I went back and watched Cobra Kai now versus the first time I ever saw it, I probably would have told, I would tell you today it's a lower ranking for me than the first time I saw it as a kid. I mean, because it came out, the first one came out, I think in, this says 80, 84. So we weren't even here for 12 more years. Wow, that's crazy. Which is crazy. And then... It released when our parents were teenagers. Right. Um, So 84, and then they dropped a second one in 86, and then another one in 89. And then that kind of um, 
finish the storyline for Ralph Macchio and rolled into the next Karate Kid in 1994. Okay, so we they had the entire franchise done essentially in the 80s, in the 80s in and 90s, five years, yeah. and then yeah, and then, and then the reboot back. with the Jackie Chan and uh, no, no, this is a different one. Well, no, There's, I mean oh, like oh, they and then did they picked the, it back yeah. up in 2010. Yeah. yeah. And Did it just flop? Why didn't they continue if, that? You know, it really wasn't that terrible. Um, I thought Jaden was, and you could, he felt like a younger character than Ralph Macchio did when he did the Karate Kid. I mean, you get the feeling that Jaden, he, you feel like he's like eight or ten, in my opinion. I was gonna say, yeah, he and looks really young. Ralph Macchio seems like he's thirteen by the time the first movie comes around, and I don't know. It put to me it played a, a big difference and I, I think they were trying to do a second karate kid with um jackie and Jaden, but it just I, I just don't think it got traction but you yeah. know with all these movies getting uh sequels out of nowhere maybe we'll see that i heard rumor this week actually that when they decide to end cobra kai it'll end with like a netflix movie Sony announced yesterday a movie in 2024. For the Karate Kid? For Karate Kid. And just from what I read on comicbook.com, it was going to be kind of like this this karate multiverse kind of. I I don't even know. I mean, it didn't show anything about it. But they released some just that it was coming out in two years. I mean, that's a long time for now. We've seen a, a bunch of things it can. So very... Good chance that it will not make it to it, but hey, if it does, I mean, I'll watch it. I'll, what I'll if, see it. What if this is like a soft way of them announcing that they're ending the show? What if this is tied in with the show? Because this says, "quote It is a. It's described as the return to the original franchise." And I'm wondering if it's going to be. I think it's going to be in the same time frame as like everything going on now, Cobra Kai, yeah. and maybe another sensei is going to, or maybe another kid is going to meet a new Mr. Miyagi per se, and that's going to be the next Karate Kid in a different state. Like all of this is happening and I think they're in California. Yeah, I think so. So maybe all of this happens in like Texas, uh, they're not having karate in Texas. I don't know. So, <laughs> somewhere. They're not doing karate in Texas. <laughs> no, they're just. They're, so maybe like New York, you could see, oh, that would be actually a cool thing. Have one kid who's like karate kid fighting like people in gangs. That'd oh, be really he, cool. Yeah, he'd just get shot. Yeah, he, he would. He'd be dead. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the more realistic part of Karate Kid. That's funny. But yeah, so I picked that up yesterday. So we'll see if it makes it to it. Um, you know how old this guy is? Did I text you that the I other day? He's 60. Yeah, and he looks great. He looks amazing. I, I mean, you could have told me he was in his 40s. I wonder how old he was when he did the first Karate Kid. You could look that up. I'd just be curious. But... Um, I think, you know, because there was that... So they called it the next Karate Kid in 1994. He was 21 in Karate Kid. Wow. So you... Okay. So he was... You a- can tell that he is much older. Wow. And he's a young-looking 21-year-old. Yeah, he looks I guess it 13. just goes with his... Uh, now that he's 60, he looks like he's 40, so it's worked out well for him. Yeah. He's... I, I think it's great. Back to, back kind of to, to season five. Yeah. I think just... Overall, like I was wildly entered, like I loved, I loved season four. Like I have season four, like sitting at like a solid ninety four. But like Terry Cre- Terry Silver mm-hmm. compared to John Kreese is a 
far better villain. He's on a whole nother level. Like, although Terry John Kreese gives me like cheesy villain vibes, right. and Terry gives me like just a guy who wants his business to succeed kind of guy. Pretty much. He doesn't really have that vendetta towards Miyagi Do like yeah. John Kreese does. Um and I mean to- Terry, I mean huge season five spoiler. Are we doing that? Or sure, we could we could flash a spoiler. Um, All right, so huge season five spoilers. Obviously, Terry Silver should be done after this season. Right. I don't. May I don't know what how they could really bring that back in. I guess he does have a lot of money and great lawyers, so they 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 could find a loophole. I don't know if I necessarily want it. And uh, nah. they seem like they're gonna push John Kreese back in season six. And that is my biggest complaint with this season it's not even a bit when i say biggest like because i have very little complaints about this season like i really truly i mean obviously with a score of 98 like i think it's pretty freaking awesome but i think they really could have ended the series here i don't want it to end but it would have been a nice cap right if they would have again spoilers on here if John Kreese getting stabbed in prison was like him legit getting stabbed. Perfect. Because I thought that was a great moment for his character of like stepping in. Or maybe it was a, all part of a plan because he had yeah. the jello in his pocket. I think that was all part of a plan. Okay. I thought so you he think, had the guy stab him on purpose. Okay. The, I, I mean, so you think it was an inside job kind yeah, of thing? Yeah. I mean, he's been hyped up as this guy who was running prison, yeah. essentially. And you're telling me he got caught by surprise and got stabbed? Like, yeah. no. No, I, didn't, I hadn't even thought about that. So I was going to say, if he would have, you know, he went to all those therapy sessions. If he would have tried to save somebody's life. And that's how he died. And that's how he died. I thought that would have been an amazing moment for him. Yeah. But no, he's still an asshole. (laughs) Yeah. And he seems (laughs) uh, the best part, though, of maybe the whole season is when they're trying to get him out of jail, or so he thinks, (laughs) and they just hand him the the note at the end with the lawyer's number, and it just says, no mercy, motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah. Like... And you just don't see that from Ralph Macchio's character no, very much. That's not his character at all. So when him and uh, Johnny do that together, it, it's I was like, perfect. I love it. I've never been switching gears from from Crease and Silver to like the kids. Like I am just now more hyped for Blue Beetle. Yes. Then I, you know what the best part about Cobra Kai is, bro, is that season four came out in December. And season five came out not a year later. No, I wouldn't be surprised if we get another season in nine months. But I don't. I think early twenty three. Like if we get something crazy. like May twenty twenty three, June twenty twenty three, I easily see that happening. Who's what's his name? The main character. Oh man, in Cobra Kai, uh, Miguel. Uh, Miguel. So yeah, he'll he's gonna be an awesome Blue Beetle. He yeah. his acting is really matured. If you go back and watch season one. Really, for every character, but season one to now, their character development is is really low key good. I mean, Netflix did a really well well done job on just developing these storylines for almost even the side characters have good storylines. Yeah, and, and maybe that's why it makes it so good. Oh yeah, Zolo I... Maraduena, if that's how you pronounce that, he plays Miguel, so he'll be Blue Beetle. I I also just love I love that the show knows how cheesy it is and they like lean into it with yeah. like the moment that Hawk like 
did the thing with his hair and like the hawk sound from behind right. him. Like they know what they're doing. Um, also, the guy who played uh, what's his name, Robbie Keane. Yeah, I love him as an actor. Really? Did I you think, watch? He's all that. Oh yeah, I watched. Oh, it. God. I watched it because he was in it. Oh, I, I did too. And I was like, you know what? I also he's not, watched really, it he's because, not in anything uh, more modern, really, other than that. But yeah, I know why you watched it. <laughs> yeah, I also watched it because of Addison Ray. Yeah. Um, but he uh, not they, a great actress, but I like yeah. him. Yeah, he he's honestly he's got a lot of potential. I mean, he he can. He, I think he could act in a multiple genres and be successful with it. I hope so. Or this could be his his peak. We never see him again. You know, some people have that where they just have a few Netflix peak movies and you never see him again. Yeah, if all this fails, we'll just see him in a bunch of Netflix movies because that's what Netflix likes to do. They like to Hold their, use their actors yeah. in multiple things. So, which is why they probably took him and said, "Hey, you want to be in a He's All That reboot?" With Addison Ray, he was probably like, yeah, 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 sure, yeah, oh yeah, get that bag, and he's still a badass character in the movie too. Honestly, great character development this season for Tori Nichols. Very, she's been a hard ass for the last like three years, and this season she's finally letting up. And see, this is where I think she'll go back to Cobra Kai if it picks back up because she had more of a problem with Terry Silvers than. John Kreese necessarily, which I don't know. Though at the end, it did feel like she was having beef with John Kreese as well. So I don't know. Let's talk about kind of the only few issues that there were in the show. Yeah, what's that? Um, the dad saga from Miguel. Yeah. And obviously, huge spoilers, but you know, I look at so they ended season four with him leaving the entire tournament right. to go and find his dad. You know, took an L um, and just didn't return. They dedicate the first two or three episodes, I mean... To that storyline. Which, is Mexico that close to California that they could drive like that fast? I thought it was a little farther. Maybe I don't have any geography. Uh, maybe I'm just an idiot. Let's let's map this out. Yeah, we're mapping it. Because he just gets on a bus and rides that. A flight is two hours and 24 minutes-ish from so, Los Angeles. A drive. I so mean, a drive might be eight hours, hours yeah. or ten hours. Yeah. I guess that's not as bad as I thought. But so he he leaves the entire tournament into season four, huge cliffhanger, and then they spend the first two or three episodes with him there and really looking for his dad. <laughs> this says, says twenty eight hours, so we have no recollection. No. Reco- er, we have yeah. no uh, sense of time. Sense of time. No, but he meets his dad. He finds out all this stuff, and but does he? Yeah. He doesn't find out he finds that out, much. I mean, he finds out enough to turn his whole image of him, though. Yeah. Because yeah. he thinks he's just the this upstanding citizen. Yeah. And he, he helps people and everything. And he gets that vibe. Away, yeah. Right? And then you find out he, he's probably doing some shady, illegal things, running, you know, they don't specifically say, but you assume maybe the cartel or something like that. Right. Yeah. Um, they don't give us a ton of details, which makes yeah. me wonder if we're going to get details. And if they do, I'll reverse all of this and I'll take it all back. But then, yeah, when it all comes push to shove, he goes back home with uh, Johnny and doesn't even tell his dad that he exists. And I don't know. The fact that they took a whole episode of him leaving in season four to get to this point and then nothing. There wasn't really... I guess the only development you got was to see how bad the dad was. And that was about it. Right. Like, are we we just supposed to feel bad for... 
Miguel and that's all they cared about is they just want us to feel like he has no dad. I think Johnny's going to step into that role if he hasn't yeah. already. He's kind he of already has. Is. And I now something I love about the season, Robbie and Miguel absolutely crushing their beef and they're like almost brothers at this point due to some other things. Um, so really, really awesome to see. Due to the fact that they're having a baby. They're having a baby. Miguel, or uh, not Miguel. Oh gosh, um, Johnny and um, Miguel's mom. I guess you know I hadn't even thought about it until I read that synopsis. But Johnny straight up doesn't do karate in this season. Really, not much. Not really. Not His until they go and fight, fight Silver at the end. Really, that and the Mexico beach fight. Yeah, that was about when the it. Australian but, tried to take his take his money, and then he punched through the surfboard. That was pretty. A pretty yeah, dope that was pretty scene. sick. Yeah. Um, but we've seen enough of him fighting the last five seasons. I thought he had just enough. I mean, a lot of redemption for him. Yeah, he, this he's the three sixty character because he is like, I don't care about Cobra Kai. He wasn't even gonna help. Rock no. Macho's character. And then uh, I got chills when he showed up after he asked, we assume he heard that he got his ass beat by Terry Silver. Like, mm-hmm. And you see him standing in the doorway. It's like, who fought with my man? Yeah, that's right. But Hell yeah. Aw- awesome season. Um, and, you know, kept me very engaged. I just wasn't... I wasn't sitting on my phone the entire time. Like, Not I actually watched the screen every episode. I think I watched it in, like, a, two days. Like, I started on Friday and finished it Saturday morning. Like, I was like... It's one of those things you you finish an episode and you're ready for the next episode. Netflix asks you if you're still watching. You're like, damn right, <laughs> damn right. When it, when Cobra Kai's on, you know your boy is watching. Let me ask you this: um, How do you feel about you? You weren't here when I talked about this. Uh, one of our intro topics was the fact that Netflix is strongly considering moving away from binging shows into the weekly releases, like HBO and Disney does. Um, I see. There's good and bad things about it. The good thing is you don't finish a whole series in two days and you wait yeah. a year. And the bad thing is you have to wait eight weeks. I mean, this would take a ten weeks for me to watch. Yeah. I don't know. It'd probably piss me off because I just I need for me personally I need it all out at once or I'm probably not gonna watch it until it, it's done just because I'm impatient <laughs> and I, I want to see especially if you on a cliffhanger I'm I'm watching the whole thing yeah you know yeah. there's only a few shows I still watch I guess live per se week to week and if something crazy happens I'm just like well fuck me yeah I guess I'll wait a week <laughs> fuck me <laughs> but uh. Yeah, no, awesome show. Um, I definitely think season six could end it. They could also... It seems like they're rumored to bring in the girl from the 1994... See, ne- the next Karate Kid. See, see I, I don't know anything about that. I don't so even I, remember I don't anything. But I might, if they do... I might rewatch it just to see, but it's still with Mr. Miyagi's student, per se. And I guess, I mean, the, the route that they've gone every other way, though, of bringing every character back that's ever been, basically, yeah. you have to assume they're heading that direction. Who is the girl that, uh, I don't know his name, the guy that helped uh, uh, Mr. Miyagi, not Mr., why am I freaking blanking? What is the teacher's name? What is the good guy? Ralph Macchio. Oh, What's his yeah. character's name? LaRusso. Daniel LaRusso. LaRusso. Yeah. His buddy from Okinawa. What's his What's his buddy's name? His buddy. Yeah, the buddy. The girl. No, the guy that helped him. They got slashed with the sword at the end. Oh, chosen. Chosen. That's See, it. Oh gosh. So he, who they, was he on the phone with? The oh. back home was it the girl that he met in like season three or four? 
Um, in Okinawa? Yes. Okay. So him, that girl, and I think that's Karate Kid, either two or three, when he goes to Okinawa. Mm-hmm. And so Chosen and LaRusso are like enemies, and they're, he's the main villain. Okay. Um, Chosen and, is? Yes. <clears throat> and he is a good villain as well. Okay. But then... Um, we get to the girl was like the love character when he was in Okinawa. And then, so apparently he has feelings for her. Okay. And then also a character, I didn't even realize who it was that they brought back was, and maybe I just totally missed this, but Daniel LaRusso's now wife. Yeah. Her sister was a love interest of Daniel LaRusso in the movies. Right. Yeah. And I did not remember. I don't know if they've ever said that or this was the first realization I had, but I was like, interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. But well, overall, I'll stick. Yeah. I'll go 98, 99. No, really no issues. Uh, Storyline great. Um, one of the top, for me personally, five shows Netflix has ever released. As a, as a whole. Or like yeah. this season, like this season. Uh, as a whole. I'll take it as a whole. Yeah, I agree. Because, I mean, I I'd have to... Netflix has released some bangers. They have. Um, I'd have to rewatch some. I mean, Umbrella Academy's up there for me. The Ranch. The Witcher. The Ranch, yeah. I've never uh, seen The Cobra Witcher. Kai. The Witcher's really or, good. Or um, Umbrella Academy. Umbrella Academy. I haven't watched the most recent season, so I'll... Maybe I might. I have to. It's one of those shows, though. If you if you don't remember what happened the season before, you keep having to rewatch and figure it out, which is kind of annoying. But there's only one season left, so not sad about it at all. Yeah. But that's my Cobra Kai official review from Guys on Tap. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining me on that. Joining me on that, Jordan. Uh, so that wraps it up for this week's episode, folks. If you have thoughts on Harley Quinn or Cobra Kai or The Strangers or Netflix's plans to switch it up, feel free to follow us on social media and start the conversation. That handle is at BingeBoysPod on Instagram and Logan's Lowdown on TikTok. Also, like I said at the top, just make sure you send this podcast to one movie or TV-loving friend just like yourself. Thanks so much, guys, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.